Hey, I'm Drew. Welcome to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. This is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies. Each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So brew your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here once again with my good friend Megan. Hey, everyone. Um, We are... This one's kind of impromptu. <laughs> Very impromptu. We just had extra studio time and so we decided we're going to talk about the avengers yeah i i haven't watched this movie since before endgame came out but i've seen it a ton of times so i'm sure yeah. i can talk about it oh when was the last time i don't even remember the last time i watched it but again i've seen it so many times um so we're going to talk about the avengers which is like no different than every other conversation you've ever heard us talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, while we're doing it, we are drinking some good old Coast Coffee from Coast Coffee Roasters here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, it's great coffee. It is great coffee. It's just, I don't really know what else to say. Anyone who's had it that I've talked to is like, it's just amazing coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie really knows his stuff. If you want some of that awesome coffee for yourself go to coastcoffeeroasters.me and you can enter the code movies and mochas 20 and you'll get 20 percent off your first order um you can get a bag of beans which are on the cheaper side if you buy a bag of beans charlie keeps it cheap for a high quality it's, it's just a really good flavor so like good real i'm a huge coffee fanatic i drink a lot of coffee and it's very good coffee it's a prereq to be a creative Oh, 100%. You know, you got to. <laughs> Late nights with lots of coffee. Hands down. Um, so, yeah, so they have the beans. Charlie makes his own cold brew, which is really great, bottled and everything. Um, they do coffee soda shots, which you've heard me talk about before. Um, it's horrible because they're so good. You just want to drink all of them. And <laughs> Apparently, she was going to bring me some and then uh, drank them, them all. So, I didn't get to try them. It's so... I'm sure they're, they're just... Great. When I don't want to brew any coffee, but I still need that caffeine hit, it's so simple. You just open it, pour it in, put some soda, and you're good to go. Um, it takes, like, all of two seconds to do. And so, it's hard. They don't last long in my fridge. Gotcha. Um, and then, he's also selling face masks. You know, Very cool. Keep everyone safe right now. So you can go to coastcoffeeroasters.me, Movies and Mocha's 20 at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your entire first order. Um, so the Avengers. <laughs> the place where it's my, my whole Marvel obsession started. I mean, it started with Iron Man, and we already did that it's episode. It's solidified. But it's solidified with the Hands Avengers. Hands down. I agree. It's solidified with the Avengers. Mm-hmm. The Avengers came out May fourth 2012 this movie is almost nine years old we are almost in 2020 or 2021 yeah it's so yes. crazy i had to do some math there quickly. yeah <laughs> uh, may 4th 2012 joss whedon directed it you know you know the stars robert downey jr chris evans chris hemsworth scarlett johansson jeremy renner mark ruffalo tom hiddleston and so on and so on and so on um it's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember when they were um, promoting it before it came out? And everyone's like, I don't know how they're going to handle having so many main characters. Right. You know, six main leads. How are they going to invest right. enough story time for each of them? But also, like... And and we look now and we laugh. Oh, yeah. How many Comparatively, did have? A, a, a oh, my gosh. Ridiculous amount. But it, it was so, like... Um, I don't want to say revolutionary, but like it, it, it was the first time a movie had really done that, where it like brought a bunch of different movies together, yeah, and like all these main characters from these other movies were suddenly yeah. in one movie together, and yeah, it, which is kind of how comics function. Like they have their 100%. own runs, and then they like all meet up for the big event, and like they're in each other's stories and stuff. And but it was just like bringing them all together for the first time, and like. To the big screen. Yeah. It's it I, like, how is this going to work? And it, it did. It worked great. Yeah, it's, I love this movie. It's the I feel like it's the epitome of a comic book superhero movie. Yeah. Where you have it's the good corny, guys, you have the bad cheesy. guys. It's cheesy, it's funny, but still good action. And in the yeah. end, the bad guy wins, the good guys go home, day over. Yeah. And this movie has the best, like, I got to say, the as the series went on, it kind of let me down with, like, the team. 
and like 100%. they were always fighting and it never really had that team feel that but this first movie was like you were like they're all gonna become best friends and live in the tower and you have this like huge team up yeah. and it feels like such a like it's so like um exciting when they all finally start working together at the end and it's yeah. just like great and you're like because the chemistry between them is so yeah. good and you wanted to see more of that. Right. But they had to build up to Civil War, so yeah, apparently which... they just had to break it all down. No, I still think they shouldn't have done that. No. I think Civil War should have been the first time that it like things broke apart. Yeah. So like it would have been so much better if the movie if they Avengers needed... two so what they, needed... they had stayed a like team that all cared about each other, that found right. family, and then Civil War would well, hit you like a punch. Like you it'd be caught... like you caught it in like the first twenty the first minutes. First twenty minutes, but know? then they they did the problem was that they didn't keep it consistent. They were all fighting, and so then it feels like, well, man, they fought when they met. They fought like every movie. Like you get to Civil War, and you're like, of course you're fighting again. You fight all the time, but like that first movie. Like, I remember that, like, the fandom after the 2020 movie was like, they all live together. They're in yep. the tower. They're a fan family. They love each other. It's great. Clint <laughs> climbs through the vents. Clint climbs through the vents. Thor I don't know what that with- <laughs> Yeah. How did that happen? Thor was obsessed with Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Steve doesn't understand technology. Like, there were so many Natasha's things Natasha's the, the only fan. one who can cook. <laughs> yes. But Which I loved so all fun. of it. I still go like I still go back to like fan fiction and like all the like Tony, fandom from there. And I'm like, Tony's I love it. Tony's a caffeine addict who yes. never takes a break from who his never lab, sleeps. Like who never sleeps. Like none of that was ever confirmed. No, but like some of but it that's was like just kind of pulled from like comics. maybe comics. Like I mean, Tony is a workaholic. Things like that. Like he but, has like, to be to get where he wants. The, the vents and the pop darts <laughs> were just like the cooking. Who knows where that like, came from? But it's so fun like there's we needed avengers and we needed an avengers one and a half like how they did with the lion king yes and it was and and the lion king one and a half was from like timon and pumbaa's point of view yeah for um raising simba basically like we needed an avengers one and a half where it was just life at the tower we yes we needed more of those and we just needed one movie where like they all came together and fought the bad guy and they yes because that's what this like even though they meet and they fight at the beginning like the whole movie is just so like it's just you you don't expect them to be buddy buddy at the very beginning and it works with all the contrasting personalities yeah it works that they clash at first and then you like go through this process of them learning to understand each other so when you get to that like that classic shot where it's circling around them all standing in the it. middle of New York. You're just like, yeah! <laughs> and then and then when Loki gets up at the end and it's that group shot and they're all just staring yes. at him. Oh, those are two such and you iconic never, shots. Like, you never had that feeling ever again no. in the whole rest of the franchise. It was like, oh, I want... Oh, except for the very beginning of Ultron when it's yes. like that kind of like slow motion pause the moment. First in, yeah, the first yes. 20 minutes. Yeah, first 20 minutes. Or when like Bruce and Tony are making fun of Clint. Yeah, afterwards yes. when he's in the There cradle. were some good team moments in so good. Uh, the Age of Ultron. The, the beginning. The beginning. beginning. Yes. Or in, in, in um at the farmhouse. Yeah. I it just I house. just needed more. I'm like stop fighting Tiny with each agents. other. Yeah. But <sighs> back to the Avengers. Back to um, the Avengers. Yeah, I thought it was it was fun the way that they made them all like struggle to be a team at first because you've seen all of them in their well yeah. most of them in like their individual movies and like have an idea who they all are but then you bring them all together and it's like they don't know who each other well, is and, and they such, all clash and they're such each of them are dominating characters mm-hmm. um and that clashes mm-hmm. to quote phyllis from the office <laughs> when you have two big personalities things tend to explode uh, very true that's not a direct, I don't know if that's a direct quote. If it's like, direct, it, it paraphrased, it's mm-hmm. paraphrased. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, or like, um, Banner, it's a ticking time bomb. Yeah. Like, and I think that they played on that more in like the rest of the films mm-hmm. of, you're not, we're not a team, we're a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And it, and he sadly was proved right. Yeah. It, it did. It does disappoint me that they never really were friends in the movies. I feel like, like they never got to like really be a team and really be friends. One, because I think the later movies would have more impact if you actually felt like, Oh, they were a real, real yeah, team well, who cared about maybe, each other. And maybe not even like making a whole nother movie, but like, Hey, where was everyone during Iron Man three? Hey, why didn't it? Yes. Why didn't it Steve and Natasha contact yes. Tony? Like I get for the hydrophiles. Part of the problem like, is just like 
the nature of filmmaking, it's too hard to like, you can't, especially because they're big stars. It's like, I know Clint was supposed to be in uh, Captain America 2, but he had scheduling conflicts, so he couldn't come in. So like, it is just hard to do that. But like- And money. Yeah, and and, uh, paying people, and it gets hard. But But even just to just mention them. Right. Like, the sense that they were actually a yeah. family who cared about each other. Like, one of the things I'm, I'm still kind of disappointed with, um, uh, and it plays into the same idea of I'm disappointed that I never felt like they were really a family that cared about each other. Like, there were friendships within the Avengers, but you never got the sense that, like... They were all friends with each other. All friends with each yeah. other. And um, the thing, I uh, in the comics, Steve and Tony are, like, the best of friends. Oh, yeah. And in the movies, they never they got along. Them. And I was always like, wait, like, I like the it idea has... that they clashed at first, but then became friends, but they never got that. It, you know, it has made really good content for Robert Downey Jr. and his team to post about, though. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he has a blast. I love oh, that yeah. he had so much fun with this role and just, like, posting memes and fandom content and And like like, tumblr stuff yes what i love is when stars embrace that oh yeah and like because it can get really weird it can but and i I forgive them for some of the stuff that i'm sure they see and i but i apologize not a forgive i meant i meant i feel bad for them (laughs) oh I, i feel so bad for them but like when it's like the innocent stuff, yeah, and they just embrace it. Oh and they're like, gosh. "I love that these it's fans so are funny. so passionate about this and drawing fan art and comics and yeah. fan fiction and all this stuff. Like, it's great." Yes, um, but I agree. I kind of wish they were more friends. Yeah, especially because it makes the first movie feel like more impactful. If it's like, "Oh, they were fighting, but then they got through it and they came to understand each other." Like, I just feel at least I remember. Yeah, I remember that victorious moment when they're, like I said, that like classic shot where it's just like, oh, they're a team now. Well, in Westbrook Volumes is, you know, they get into that shot and then instantly Tony's like, call it Cap. Like, yeah, that, that instantly level fall of respect. Into, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, great. And then they work together and it's just so good. Yeah. Great movie, Missed Opportunities. Yes, yes. Missed Opportunities for the franchise down the line. Yes. And I think most of it gets ruined with Avengers 2, which is why I'm not talking Avengers about 2 Avengers 2. Avengers 2 is when it starts to 2. hurt. It, it struggles to repeat the same patterns, but it doesn't work because mm-hmm. it's like, well, we already went through this. We They, they didn't understand each other and they fought. And now they understand yeah. each other and a repeat feels disappointing. Right. Versus like the first time it happens, it's like, yeah. yeah but it makes sense. Yeah. The first time. Yeah. I saw like it's not it wasn't a meme but like I saw something on Instagram or whatever that it's you're not a true Marvel fan unless you hate Marvel. <laughs> it's very true. It's so true. It's true for the comics, it's true for the movies. Like there's always something you're going to be really disappointed with. There's so many things I'm disappointed it. with, yeah. but I'm but you still love it. Like no one can it, it's like it's like I'm from Ohio and I can talk bad about Ohio. People who aren't from Ohio are not allowed to talk oh, about Ohio. Oh, it's the same kind of like. It's the same no, thing. No, I, I think it's bad. You don't get to think it's yeah. bad. You don't even like it. Yeah. You don't like Marvel, so you can't hate right. on Marvel. I love Marvel because I hate Marvel. Right, right. Like, oh, I've. I've, Or it's like siblings. Like, hey, yeah. I can be awful to my sister. I can say mean things, but in the end, I'm going to fight anyone else who says the yeah, same things. Yeah. Like, I've critiqued a lot, especially filmmaking with Marvel. I have a lot of issues with a lot of the filmmaking of Marvel, mm-hmm. just, like, not being very good, being kind of, like, lazy. And yep. <laughs> I get really mad at their color. Like, it's not until recently. Oh, death. <laughs> yeah. So lazy. Um, yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of moments that I'm just like, mm. I, I, I ragged on them for a really long time about their color grading. Okay. Um, cause it just there's a lot of movies in the midst of the Marvel canon that just look um like trash, color wise. Okay. <laughs> um, they've gotten better. A, l- a lot of them, the more recent ones, look a lot better. But, but even as I like critique a lot of their stuff, I'm still like I love some of these movies so much yeah. still. Sorry, I just read. Apparently, there was going to be a brief fight scene between Iron Man and a brainwashed Hawkeye to give a nod to Hawkeye starting off as an Iron Man villain in the comics. <gasps> and I did that not know that. Fun. Oh, okay. I gotta that say, fight- I gotta say something go, about go Hawkeye. Ahead. Okay, one disappointment with Avengers one. Um, one really big disappointment is Hawkeye is deaf. Right. He's deaf, and he. It, that's such a cool part Thing. of his character, and it would not have been like. 
it would not have been hard for him to like use some ASL and like just like um yeah like maybe he and Natasha both know ASL and they're able to communicate at one point with it or something like I just I am or a little... show like a hearing aid or, or make or yeah make a show his hearing aid or like, just say something along the lines of it yeah I, with have that, him read lips at one point like yeah. yeah something with that I love Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye I, I, I go back and forth with it because I really, one of my really love Hawkeye in the comics. And um, I like him at times. I don't like him at times. But it's hard to blame it all on uh, Renner and his acting because a lot of it is more like writing choices. Exactly. So, like, I, I can't tell how much I actually like him as Hawkeye because a lot of it is like, well, I don't like that they wrote him that and way. And this goes back to I have never read comics. Mm. So I, I know, like, getting into the fandom, I know traits – from right. comics and character traits from different people. So I knew Hawkeye was deaf. I knew he was supposed to be like a klutzy blonde with a dog. He's and a, just human, is a disaster. human disaster. <laughs> he's yeah, like he's a human disaster that somehow it. is a like top spy. Yeah. Like it's how does this happen? So I know that, but I don't have the um, connection to right. the comics. Right. So I 100% love Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Also because like, a lot of the one-liners he did bring that to it that which that Jeremy, is very very Renner. clint barton like that yeah. is very true to him yeah they didn't write him uh, like with as much of the snark and just kind of like uh jerkiness that yeah. he, he he has like in the comics and um so renner bringing some of those one-liners like that feels true to the character yes. in a way that they weren't writing him true to the character so i do appreciate renner especially in age of ultron he has because he doesn't get to do as much in Avengers, which I don't, I, I don't mind the plot mm-hmm. he gets. So like, I understand he's brainwashed for most of it. And then he's yeah. kind of traumatized afterwards. So he doesn't really like Just get to be his snarky self, but like at least in age of Ultron. Renner Even got in to Thor, he got throw, a little yeah. bit, like when he was like watching the fight. Yeah. And he's know? like rooting for him. Yep. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, definitely in age of Ultron, he gets a lot of snark and yeah. I love it, which I was happy to see come into it so that yeah um so i like hawkeye i like renner as hawkeye i think it's great i can't imagine someone else playing it i i don't have anyone else in mind that i could yeah. like picture but i don't know yeah i mean mostly my issues are writing so it's, it's not on yeah. not on the acting but um speaking of just actors and playing really good roles and um i all of them <laughs> all of them <laughs> but Mark Ruffalo. Oh my god! Because this was his first take as the Hulk, and they changed it. And there was so much like, well, I a lot of this. the actors in uh, Marvel have been like before the movie came out. There's been like critiques and like people. Why going, would you? Well, I don't him? think they would yeah. like. Why, why would, would you, you cast him? them? Yeah, and um, they always turn out to be pretty amazing. Um, but Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner is such like a perfect. It's amazing. Match like. I really I I'd seen the um all the Hulk movies before same uh this and I've never liked any of them I've agreed which has a lot to do with I think the movies than just the character but like because like what's his name Edward Norton oh I he was I don't like Edward Norton as uh Bruce Banner no I think him especially comparatively was good I think he was good with what he was given that's fair that's fair but but Mark I Ruffalo, don't yeah I but I but if I have to choose yeah I'm going to choose Mark he's Ruffalo. the first one to make me care about this character because he brought a vulnerability to mm-hmm. it that I think is like so necessary for you to really feel this yeah. what this character is going through and really like understand them because like the the duality of like the Hulk being this like crazy rage powerful mm-hmm. destructive machine and the person who turns into it being this meek mild like terrified person. terrified person who like like Renner or not Renner uh Ruffalo's choice to like and I don't know if this is a directing thing if this is what Ruffalo chose to do but the the decision to like hunch in on himself to kind of like try to hide like, himself. twiddle his yeah. thumbs kind of like try and avoid people get Cover, out people's cross ways his arms, cross his arms you know, he's guarding himself. like yeah he's making himself smaller trying to take up less space like it just he he was so like vulnerable i just like was like oh my gosh and like i feel so bad for attempt. you yeah like but like 
it's it's not even just the writing it's just the way ruffalo carries it and yeah. like he i thought he was such a perfect match because it's just like oh i suddenly feel for this character that i've like never cared about in the past exactly i 100 percent agree like when um and just the way he can he switches mm-hmm. so quickly mm-hmm. um and like, Ruffalo is just a great actor. Like, oh, he's Mark an amazing is a actor. actor. Mark Ruffalo is just yeah. yeah. Mark Ruffalo is amazing. But like, even at when when <laughs> coffee has kicked in, <laughs> you can too always many tell, thoughts cycling through your brain. You can always tell because I start like I can never say what I'm trying to say. That's when like the caffeine kicks in and my brain is moving way too fast. Um, when Natasha goes to get him in. Calcutta. I love that their chemistry. Scene, I love them playing off each other. Yes. I love it so much. But like that that scene is so crazy. Also, have you ever seen this movie in 3D? No. Oh my gosh. So I don't um, tend to like movies in 3D, honestly. It it's a hit or miss. What I okay. I saw it in IMAX 3D. Okay. So much better than normal 3D. Um, do you remember it was like two years ago already that they did the um uh, the like anniversary film festival, the ten year anniversary film festival, um, and you could see it was like for a weekend. It was like, was it Labor I, Day? It was Labor I Day don't weekend. Remember this? And they did, at, and it was across all movie, like most movie theaters. It was a four day film festival where they played all the MCU movies. <laughs> this might have been during the period where I kind of fell out of love with Marvel before Infinity Game. Yeah, because like, this re, was like invigorated this was it. Up so, to, yeah. This was leading up to Infinity War. Um and uh words are hard. <laughs> but I went and watched it because it was at Regal and you could buy a pass with Regal for fifty bucks. And you saw every movie. They were all in IMAX. Half of them were three D and I got like a discount on concession stands, nice. like with it was fifty bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. That is unheard <laughs> of for like thirty something. Like, cause they film, they showed some of them multiple times, mm-hmm. and it was so it was like thirty films. Jeez. In IMAX and IMAX three D. Yeah, it's a deal. Plus a discount on concessions for fifty bucks. Yeah. Glorious, and I got so many Crown Club points. Nice. It was amazing. Um. Yeah, cause like every time I would select a ticket, I would get points even though i wasn't actually paying for that ticket it was great way to beat the system um but uh so i this was one of them that they were showing in imax 3d and holy crap i never want to like obviously i have to because i don't have a way to watch it in 3d but i i i want to watch it all the time in 3d because like that scene in 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 calcutta where like you know, it's they're really calm, and then all of a sudden Bruce snaps and just like slams his hands on the table, and then Natasha grabs the gun and points mm-hmm. it. When it's in three D, it literally feels like there's a gun in your face. Oh wow! Because the way the camera's angled, right. it's, it's direct spot on, and and I don't know. I've seen movies in three D, and I've seen movies in IMAX three D now, and it's it's so much more lifelike in mm-hmm. IMAX three D. Like it's it's not like that cheesy like kind of like whoa it's in your face and then <laughs> yeah. it's out. like it's not it doesn't feel cheesy it feels like or like when loki you know first comes through the portal and the camera kind of like moves behind a pillar to see him like i caught myself like trying to like adjust because i felt like i was in the room huh. trying to see around this pillar like it just felt so in it i, I felt like they kind of set me and oops <laughs> um I feel like they had, like, picked me up and put me in, like, a corner of the room and said, watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, but that scene in the abandoned house, like, with the, it, the gun, I kind of, like, it was so real. So, that's my rant. It, it's funny. How you can hear how, it, like, excited we're getting about this one. I think that's just, like, that's what's so fun about the first Avengers movie. It's so like, it's not perfect, but, like, it's just, Oh, it's just far like, from perfect. <laughs> like, it's just so fun. But it's iconic. It's, like, a corny, fun, and, and like I said, I really don't think they, like, ever recapture no. it. Like, there were, uh, I still love a lot of the moments. later ones, and there's moments, and I enjoyed them, and I, I went to Infinity War in theaters opening night and in game opening night and like cheered along with it but like none of them gave me that same excited this is just a blast like feeling as the 2020 or 2012 avengers movie did there wasn't as much at stake yeah that's true it wasn't trying to be serious it was i mean there are moments like with the characters that are a little more serious but like it wasn't really and the hype wasn't the hype wasn't as built no. Like, by the time Infinity War came out and Endgame came out, there was such a 
there were so many stakes. Yeah. Like, it was, there was so much riding on, you have to just continually outdo yourself. Yeah. That's what I really like about phase one, and even phase two, like, it's pretty chill. Yeah. Like, it's. Phase two, I, I the first didn't half enjoy of phase two. much. The okay, first half yeah. of phase two. Yeah. But I think the later half, definitely, they fell into a little bit too much of a formula. Thor two. And. Ooh. unspeakable the hulk the incredible hulk and thor 2 are the unspeakables yeah the unmentionables they are the mcu um what i also love about there's so much improv in this movie yeah like so 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 much improv um a lot of it from robert downey jr of course because why not he never sticks to a script um like the food the blueberries yeah the iconic blueberries yes yeah, you just brought food on set. They just got they tired of telling. Not to. They just got ti- just, they just gave up. It's like it's whatever. He'll yeah. do whatever he wants to do. But it was one. I gotta say, it's one of the. It's like one of those little character quirks that just yeah. is like really fun. And it's like eccentric. the one point where he just like uh, offers the blueberries to to um, Bruce, and he like reaches over and grabs them. Like yeah. it's just, <laughs> they it's, add so much little little character. Yeah, it ad- yeah it adds depth to the character, even mm-hmm. though it's like. A little weird moment. Um, Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? His <laughs> so improv. And it's so, they're so they're dumb. They're so, so fun. funny. <laughs> Let's not come in tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, end, yeah. That improv. whole, that whole like, rant, like, rant is yeah. great. Yeah. Also, the scene, the shawarma scene, which is, like, my maybe my favorite so scene from, like, Anything? any of the Marvel movies because it's just, like, it's just such a funny way to end that movie, and it's like and the fact all these people like s- sitting around together, being like, "Did we really just go through that?" And then the people but, in the background cleaning. Yes, it's so funny, but it wasn't even planned. No, I know it came from the improv line, and they yeah. shot it like during the press tour. <laughs> during the press tour, so they literally like Chris Evans has his like hand up. It was a fake jaw because he had a beard for a different movie that he yep. couldn't shake. So he had to sit in a certain way to like cover yep. it up and like it wore was, a prosthetic yeah. jaw and everything. And but like so it's just funny. something about that moment. It's so funny because trying to picture that movie without it's such a little unimportant moment. But trying to picture that movie without that moment at the end of just yeah. like this tired team sitting together after this event. Like well, and what's even funnier is they came from that improv of. Robert Downey Jr. saying shawarma, but also he's the one who suggested it. Yeah. Like, he's like, hey, like, they're on the press where he's like, hey, let's just do this. Oh, he did? I didn't know that. I think, if I'm remembering correctly, I think okay. that's what happened. I think he, like. I believe it. I think he talked to Joss and was like, why don't we just do this? Yeah. And they're like. And they did. Okay. And it was great. Was- so, like, so it was, like, the premiere, like, the opening premiere, like, the red carpet premiere, I think, didn't have it. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it would have come later. Because they would have filmed it, like during that time it's great and um yeah and so but it's they filmed it and got it in right like as it was supposed to hit theaters so like i don't think the red carpet had it and then right after that they, it added it it's just such a crazy and i don't think anyone else has ever done it but it like made waves in like the director circle mm. if because in what is it Infinity War came with like a round table mm-hmm. of like seven of the major Marvel directors, John Favreau and Josh Whedon being two of them, and mm-hmm. I think like John brought it up to Joss, and and they're like we've never and I think I haven't l- watched it in a while, um, but I think John had said something like you know it's so crazy it's like the infamous scene yeah. of how like how they shot it just kind of like made waves among directors yes yeah, because it was just like, so last minute no like, one would oh, ever think do to this. do it during the press release yeah but it's just i just love that moment it's just good yeah it's silly and it's fun it's so so good yeah even like with um in endgame i think my favorite parts of endgame were that were when they traveled back to yeah. the first Avengers movie. Oh my god. And gosh. it captured the same silly, ridiculous team yeah. antics feel as like that first movie had. Yeah. And I just was like, it was it could have been this the whole I know. time. I know. <laughs> and it wasn't. Yep. Also the that man is playing Galaga was improvised. Oh yeah, of course it was. And then they added it in the shot where he's just playing because, Galaga. Why not? It's, it's great. Um 
so many things. <laughs> so, so many things. I don't even know what to talk about. Just, I, yeah, it's just a fun movie. I don't, I don't know a lot, actually, about the making of this movie or the behind the scenes. I, really, I don't. I don't either. I fun. love watching the behind the scenes, even though you don't learn much from it. They just kind of talk about enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I do know when the Hulk takes Loki and like throws him back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, they had tied a rope to Tom Hiddleston's leg or something, <laughs> and he told. And so when he's monologuing, you know, yeah. and it just all of a sudden, oh, he just so like they slips. can, yeah. So he told them not to tell him when he would yank Perfect. it. So he's just monologuing this whole time, and he had no idea when. It would be yanked it's out. It's perfect because, like, even even a like a good actor, it's still you're gonna have anticipation about when you're about yes. to like get yanked, and that'll show. Yeah. And <laughs> if you don't know it's coming, you yeah. just have to kind of like get rid of it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um. <laughs> they intentionally had Gwyneth Paltrow barefoot the entire time for all of her scenes, so that the issue yep. was shorter. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then. Because uh, she wears all those like big stiletto heels. Oh, and she's she, just like, tall in general. She is and then Robert Downey Jr. Robert. had to wear like four inch platforms yep. on his shoes. And sometimes he's like on boxes, like he is with yeah. like, pretty much the entire franchise. Do you know what? It's, it's so tiny, but he's still taller. It's it's crazy the um, ideas of what is tall and short is different for males and females. Oh, yeah. Because he's still taller than me. Right. And I'm, like, average to slightly taller for females. And he's considered short for guys, and yet he's still taller than me. Yeah. According to Google. But but he's he's also just short compared to, like, yes. the other people in that guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they just hi- hired a bunch of really tall people. Yep. But, like, just in general. Because yeah. this isn't the only time he wears, like... He's not like it's he's he doesn't hit the like kind of ideal height leading man height, which is kind of ridiculous. But it's a stereotype yeah. when you but, break. I mean, I get sometimes like especially like with Gwyneth, like for certain shots, She's maybe so like you, you you want them both in the frame at about the same yeah. place. So I get that, but like other times it's just like he doesn't. You don't need to make him taller. It's fine. I love the behind the scenes <laughs> photos where it shows like actual height versus film height. Yeah. Of, like, him standing next to Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. He's, like, a good, like, foot shorter. <laughs> yeah. So tiny. Anyways. um, I don't know. I just, I just. Oh, one of my favorite scenes is the fight between Hawkeye and Black Widow. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's so fast-paced. It's, it's just so hand fast, hand. and it's fun, and then it also has a funny element of, like, they start, like, pulling each other's hair oh, yeah. and biting, biting each, each other. other, and it's just, like, it's... these master assassins. And that's what they resort to. Yeah. But, I mean, when I was doing martial arts, like, we were taught you do... I yeah, mean, it's you effective. have these moves, yeah. like, and you're trained in this style, but then at the same time, you do whatever you can right. to get out of a fight. Right. Like, if you have to bite someone, bite them. If you have to kick them, scratch them, pull their eye out. Like, um, it, it, you know, it doesn't take a lot of force to rip an ear off. Ooh. <laughs> just just That's a quick. Yikes. And it'll come right off. Um, it's a fact I didn't need to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, or to crush a windpipe. There's mm. not that much that needs to be done. Just a quick jab and all done. Wow. Um. But we would always, especially the kids, we would teach kids. What's up? Oh, I was just going to let you know about that. It's uh, like eight pounds of pressure to rip an ear off. Yeah. It's not much. It's not much. No, not at all. This um, is an audio format, so you can't see my face right now. But, but like, we would, especially we would teach kids because it'd be like, well, if someone tries to kidnap you or, you know, a stranger tries to take you, like, right. we would always tell them, go full Tasmanian devil. Oh, yeah. Bite them. Like, it's effective. Bite them. It works. Scream. Yeah. Do it anything. hurts. And so, yeah. but it's just funny. It, it's just funny in a, like, two Hollywood, like, assassins. fight scene where they're supposed to, yeah, be these professional assassins. And that's but, why like, you have short hair instead of long hair. Right. That's why more superhero females need to have short hair or pull their hair back. Yeah. Like in ponytail. Well, even a ponytail. Put it in a bun. Buns would be hard. Ponytails are extremely easy. To yeah. Grab. Or yep. the long hair. It always drives me crazy when these, like, 
superheroes have like this long hair and or like, capes. Yeah, it's like long that, hair and capes. You're gonna get grabbed. Thor. <laughs> Thor could get grabbed. So we just take a, take a hold of his hair, <laughs> yank him back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's just funny. It it is a good scene though. It's like it's a fun fight. According to Joss Whedon, the original cut of the movie was over three hours long. I would like to see it. 30 minutes (laughs) of the footage are included on the Blu-ray. Most of it revolves around Steve Rogers struggling to adjust to the modern world. Oh, I have seen those deleted scenes. I do like them. And I'm forgiving of movies cutting scenes. Like, I know sometimes people will see really good deleted scenes and be like, well, why wasn't this included? Because it doesn't further the storyline. Well, it's that and, like, I mean, in this case, I think it does further steve's like it does remind you kind of where steve's at i think it could have benefited from maybe a bit of it but like sometimes it's just like it doesn't work it doesn't fit the pacing it's like taking too long to get to this point it's like it should go faster here and instead we're slowing down like so i i like those scenes and i kind of wish a little bit more of it had made it in but i also like get that i understand there's various reasons why it could i understand why they didn't put it in and I've mentioned this before, it also hurts the character development of Steve Rogers. Because it's never addressed in any of the films. Oh, Never once. Yeah. His own personal growth of trying to adjust and his, like, mental yeah. journey. You know, we get it a lot with Iron Man. Yeah. We get it with basically any other character. Yeah. I we can't... get that in-depth character growth. Right. But we don't get it for Steve's Steve. is all very like He's um, a soldier and that's all he's good for. Well, it's all very like you have to bring that to the reading, like yeah. that understanding. It's not as like textual. It's not like as like obvious. And I've talked I can't remember if you and I have talked about that, but I've talked with another friend who's a huge Marvel fan and is a huge Steve fan. Mm-hmm. And we've talked a lot about how the lack of like going into where Steve's head is at and where his emotions are at like hurts his overall arc and growth through 100% and like especially in Civil War because you get you know exactly where Tony's at you get all Tony's issues you don't get Steve's and so the actions he makes you're kind of like that's a jerk move why did you do that but like yeah so I do think like really reminding i mean because you can make that jump you can understand oh he's out of time he's going to be traumatized but you don't see him like aside from like a few small details of like and they show it at the beginning of introducing him in this film right when he's like boxing and you see the flashbacks but it's not but enough it. yeah it's yeah. not even close to being enough yeah um sorry i was reading something but no i 100 percent agree that it like it it helped this movie. Overall, it hurt the character. I yeah, it's think I think like it, it definitely probably helped the pacing, and because you have so many characters yeah. to introduce in this movie. But it yeah, you overall like we don't fully ever. You can make assumptions about Steve and be mm-hmm. like he's suffering PTSD, he's depressed, but like we never fully get to know where he's at. Where like Tony, you're like completely in his head and emotions all the time, all the time, and you it's what makes know. him such an effective character. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would have been helpful to have. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a way to kind of figure. I feel like there was a way to figure out the pacing in a way where you could have had a bit more. But so, yeah, that's another yeah. disappointing thing about the movie. Overall, it's still a great one. But like, can't love, yeah. you can't be a Marvel fan unless you hate Marvel. <laughs> it really is true. It's like, oh, yeah, I love this movie. Like, yeah, I have a list of complaints about it, about it yeah. but... <laughs> oh, this is my favorite movie of all time. Here's everything I hate about it. Yep. <laughs> it's Never once do you hear that about any other type of movie. Oh, yeah. No, it's very true, because I was just thinking about my other, like, favorite movies outside of, like, Marvel, and I'm sure there's, like, something I don't oh, like I can find I can about list... them, but it's not the same as it is with Marvel of being, like... And it's the same with the comics, like, with the comics, it'll be like, oh, yes, I absolutely love the Marvel comics. Yes, I love Iron Man. Yes, I also hate half of his runs. Yeah, no, it's because, like, I have movies that I really like that I recognize are not good. Like, they're not great. Like, there's a lot of things I could have been done better about this movie. But they're so fun. And I recognize yeah. it, but I still like it. Yeah. Um, Except Sherlock Holmes. There's nothing wrong with Sherlock Holmes. Uh, <laughs> but there is something about the Marvel movies where it's like, 
You can't. Yes, there's yeah. a lot wrong with them, and like the overall franchise as a whole, just because it's such a hard thing to like make this franchise work movie to movie, director to director. Yeah. Like they all because everything is changing. Yes, like the characters get slightly characterized differently. Like mm-hmm. one thing about the first Avengers movie, I love it, and I I overall think Whedon did a great job, but I also think he gets some of the characterization wrong based on like the other movies, and so like just sometimes movie to movie. Yeah. It doesn't, certain things don't work, but it's funny with Marvel because it's like, yeah, there's so much wrong with the series overall. You love it I with a grain of salt. I still love it. <laughs> you love it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so, it's so funny. It never have I seen, have I enjoyed movies that I can pick out everything that's wrong with them yeah. and what I hate about them. I've done it with, t- it's interesting. I've done it with TV shows. And I think there's something similar to that. Yes. Of like, it well, it's is TV long... shows are constantly changing yes. directors. And, and the same thing happened yeah. with Marvel. It's a long running series. Like they didn't plan for where it ended up, where they began. And so some things don't work and like mm-hmm. it changes as it goes. And I think it is kind of the same thing as like TV is. Agreed. It's like Thanos and his uh, changing looks. Change, yeah. His yeah. change of looks. Um. It's so weird, like, looking back on it now and seeing how he was versus how he is. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, My favorite thing is that it's still, like, that original six are, like, all still, like, group chats. Oh, I know. I love that. That's adorable. (laughs) Um, Like, the tattoo. Yeah. You know that they all, well, almost all of them got? Mark Ruffalo didn't get it. Everyone else did. Uh. He's a, I don't know. He probably just didn't watch that too. He didn't. Fair. He talked about it on Jimmy Fallon once. Yeah. And it was funny. I don't remember why, but he's like, but they all like ragged on him for it. <laughs> you know, they're like, how like how dare you? Yeah. Not how get dare you tattoo? not get this tattoo with us? <laughs> um, but one thing with that is like, the have you heard the story that Clark Gregg tells about? They're all in this giant group chat, um, and then like one night during filming Avengers, Chris Evans just sent the text that said assemble and then and it was like this like <laughs> wild night that they all hung out together that's fun like i love that that is so like just imagining like you just get a text that says assemble <laughs> from captain america yeah that's pretty good yeah so i know i know we don't have a lot of time left but just clark Gregg. i, so I think i shouted him out in our like iron man uh episode but just Maybe. i don't know what it is he has such a like he's so fun to watch like he takes a character that could be so flat and so like one-dimensional and he just like brings this fun life and energy to it like i love while Coulson. still kind of being flat yeah i don't know how he does it because i think another actor you would never remember no. colson but like something about what he brings to it he's just charming in a way that like, awkwardly like, charming Col- yes he's awkwardly and, like colson is just he became a beloved you know character you know what it is it's because everyone can relate to meeting someone you're a fan of but it's even it's even before like he had that before avengers with the like him being a steve fanboy which is totally adorable and fun but like it's just something about what he brings i don't know what it is but like i don't think colson would have been that much of a recurring character if if it wasn't for clark yeah yeah no i 100 percent agree um to the point where people refused I, me included refused to believe he actually died in avengers and we're coming up with all these theories of why he didn't and how he was still alive and how fury was lying and then they brought was, him back and was, actually kind of used that it in, was a ton- uh, it was it was a loki Shield. illusion to mess no, with people I, I, and my then... my theory was that he had survived he he was like in the icu oh, but yeah. he survived but fury knew that like he, they playing the it like yes 100%. and so i was like fury i was like he has those bloody cards he totally played them like it's a well, lie it practically what happened it basically that's is. exactly what happened yeah 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 but that wasn't the plan like the no. plan was he was supposed to have actually died but, and the fandom just went no, no. <laughs> it was so good i love when that happens like so great when people are just like no that's not how this works yeah. no no he's fine he's yeah. alive he's good yeah he's fine yeah um yeah it, again i bring it back to like loki like his death in in um, well, Loki what did I dies say? every War. like three ep- exactly three but that's movies, why so that's why people fine. were like he's not dead. Yeah, no, I kind of thought the same thing. Yeah, um, I kind of hope he's in Love and Thunder. I yeah, he honestly, him. I would buy it if he just showed up again. I'd be like, yeah, no one would question it. <laughs> Everyone would be like, of course, right? I didn't I think, think he was people dead. People are gonna be originally. more upset. If he doesn't show right. up. Right. Because, yeah, he has his TV show, but we know that's a spinoff of the 2012 that he escapes from. 
Oh, but I'm interested to see what's going to happen with him. I gotta say, I'm not that interested in that series, but I, but I'd watch it just out of curiosity. Yeah. But I'm I'm not really that like. Oh, I can't wait for the Loki. Series. Um, I'm more excited for that one than I think the WandaVision. I uh, see. Shockingly, I'm very excited yeah. for WandaVision. WandaVision, but only after seeing the commercial. I'm intrigued by um, the direction they're taking. I had no I interest in it. I haven't seen the new it. one. Okay. I, I know I need to see the new one. It's interesting looking. Yeah. I'm I know that they're tying it in to a lot of things. And I'm so I'm I'm interested in watching it mm-hmm. just to see how they're going to tie it into things. Um, but just as per characters, I think I'm more excited to see what they're going to do with Loki. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't really interested in either Wanda or Vision in the movies. Agreed. Like, I've just never really been all that interested in I their stories. Yeah. I don't really like a lot of the directions they took, I especially with Wanda. Agreed. Um, but that too said, forgiving too quickly. Yeah, there's with yeah. Her. There I think, was a lot I of think we talked about this in Age Iron Man once. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, issues. just a lot of issues with. She's just a kid. No, she's not. There's some other issues with who they cast, and not yeah. that not that um she's a bad actress, just that um she is supposed to be a Romani Jewish woman, and that is never brought up, and some other stuffs. I I just don't. But, and just like from a writing standpoint, so they were just never that interesting to me. Um, but the WandaVision looks like it's going in a completely creative new direction that I'm curious to see, okay. like Marvel take. That's why I suddenly I'm, got interested in I it. I am, aside from Spider-Man and the Black Widow movie, I am very hesitant. I just feel like the chapter has ended. Four. Like, I just, I, I feel like the chapter ended. Like, I, yeah. I, I. I'm excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. I am me too. so excited. Because I love those characters. The chemistry of yes. those two I people. want them to fight the entire oh time. It, it needs to be, like. <laughs> It's gonna be buddy serious. Cop. Yeah, it's gotta be a cop, a buddy buddy cop show. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Yeah. There's no way you can get away with those two characters not being like bickering all the time. Yeah, because anytime they're together, they're that's bickering. what they do. Both they're so in fun real life. Yeah, and in character. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Like, there's no way it's not. Yeah. So. I know we divulged a lot. Oh, of course. <laughs> and we didn't even scratch the surface of this movie. No. Um, it's, well, I think it's just hard to get past. The, like, we were just getting hyped about, like, how much we still love this movie. <laughs> yes, because this movie is amazing. It's just, it's just a fun movie. It's a fun rewatch. I never get tired of rewatching it. Yes. Um. Let's see a random fun fact. Okay. Here we go. More of my Sherlock Holmes fanness that i'm pretty sure has come out in every single episode <laughs> i think so like it's not even funny how much i talk about sherlock holmes <laughs> um one of the tony stark lines is i can't do the equations without all the variables said in the lab when captain america confronts him and bruce about why did he you know have you done your research yet blah 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 why are you like hacking in all this kind of stuff he says i can't do the equation without all the variables there's a Sherlock Holmes line from the books that were said in the movie that Robert Downey Jr. plays, and it's data, data, data. I cannot break clip. Nope. <laughs> Tongue, mouth, Tongue follow, follow, follow the brain. Um, in the 2009 Sherlock Holmes, there is a line. It's actually quoted from the books that um, Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock Holmes says. He says, data, data, data. I cannot make bricks without clay, which is basically like the... Victorian era version of <laughs> I can't do the equations without all the variables. Mm-hmm. So there's a little Sherlock Holmes tie-in. Um, anything in Germany was filmed in Cleveland. I know that. <laughs> okay, that's. And fun. then I think like some of the downtown New York scenes were shot in Columbus. Huh. There's a lot of things that like they like people I- use downtown Columbus to shoot. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I mean, movies are always faking one place for another place. 100%. Well, like the that Netflix movie, um, Devil All the Time or whatever, mm-hmm. is set in like West Ohio, like in the farmland, kind of like where I grew up, um, but was filmed in Alabama, I 
think, in Alabama. It, like, tends to but depend on, like... But it's, like, set in, like, farmland Ohio. Yeah. But they shot it in, like, farmland Alabama. I think it depends on, like, what states are cheaper to film in and things like that. This yeah. m- um The Avengers must have been before they, like, basically moved everything to Atlanta. Because Marvel pretty much predominantly just does Atlanta In Pinewood, now. yeah. At yeah. Pinewood Studios. Um... I don't know. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's just a fun movie. Yeah. There's like so many things. A lot of these are like redundant facts that I'm looking at. I don't know. It was the first Marvel movie to reach over a billion box office. Oh, wow. It was probably the movie. I mean, we talked about how Iron Man launched the MCU, but like realistically, this is the movie that launched the MCU. Yeah. This is the movie that proved that they could like bring could all it. these characters together and like make it work. Yep. Um, I do know when the scene where Loki's being held prisoner and you see it from the security camera kind of point of view, it's heat censored and you can see Loki is all blue. Oh. As a nod that he's like, <laughs> that he has a cold that's heat fun. signature because of yeah. the frost giant. The yeah. Little, the little details. Oh, that's fun. Um, I don't have anything else at the moment. I know the second we leave. We'll think of we'll think 20 of, more things, yeah, I'm sure. a million other things to talk I just, about. But. I, it's just, it brings back memories of being in the fandom and, like, getting into the fandom. And, like, mm-hmm. it was my first year of college and just, like, getting into comics and, like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I don't think I was, like, full on in the fandom yet. It took a while for me to um, discover all of that. But mm-hmm. I know, like, I loved watching all the movies. So... But this one is really kind of like, I remember, again, like, I remember all the talking about, like, how are they going to make six main characters and all this kind of stuff? And how is it going to, like, are they all going to get equal screen time and blah, blah, blah. And now you track it and it's like each person has, like, five minutes of screen time in a movie. Because you can't do more because you've got so many characters. Right. Yeah. So many people. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like only five minutes. It's so fun. It's so crazy. Um, Oh, cool. Thanks for doing this impromptu. <laughs> yeah, of course. Recording she suggested session. the Avengers. Has, I was like, well, I can always talk about the Avengers. Yeah. What's a movie we can seen both it like talk 50 about? Times. What's a movie yeah. we can both talk about without any prep work? Right. Prior? <laughs> Anything Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I used to watch this movie like almost every single night when oh, it first wow. came out. Like, I, know, I, I never it. watched it that much, but yeah, I did it was, love it. Not every night, but it was a lot. At least yeah. once a week because. I had a TV in my room, and I guess I, I know I know for a fact I still have this habit. I always like play something on the TV like to go to sleep for noise. Mm. Yeah. Now it's like The Office or Impractical Jokers or like just a mindless TV show. Yeah. Um, but I would I would pl- I would put the Avengers on because I'm like I've seen it so many times that I can just space out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I used to like play it a couple of times, like a week or something, like when I'd go to sleep. Just it, it's a good like just kind of like mm-hmm. uh just a fun like blockbuster you don't have to think too much about yeah and especially it's like, if you've seen it a bunch of times it's like the again the epitome the of a superhero movie yeah and so it's good well thanks for coming on yeah thanks for having me again yeah awesome that's it for this week guys thanks for listening and if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add send us an email at moviesandmochas20 at gmail.com or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list let us know what you want us to talk about you can also find us on instagram facebook and twitter just look for the movies and mochas podcast have a great day guys